Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I'm mad awkward. And you are you are mad awkward. I'm mad awkward. I'm mad awkward. I think Tristan's trying to make me quit this show. I did not do this on purpose. This is this is a Lies. thing. This is a thing that happens. My wife bought me sight unseen something from Abraxas. Basically, was like, oh, you know, whatever. It's called Bloody Moon. I don't think she it likes you very good. much. She might also have that problem as well. <laughs> Uh, she might also have the problem that a lot of people have where they hear Jess Franco and they're like, oh, you mean classic cult film director Jess Franco, well-respected auteur? He's made Jess over 200 Franco. movies. He's, He's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not the truth ever. Uh, yeah, no, Jess Franco sucks. His movies suck and this sucked. I, I, I'm sorry. I read, I read the name in a cult film book. Back when I was like twenty, yeah, like, yeah. you know, twenty so years ago or so, and checked out some videos from Videoport, and then I decided that this cat was not for me. Yeah, and I have not ventured into the world of Franco since, and uh, I, I, I would be pleasantly happy never going <laughs> back into it again. I, I can totally, I totally hear that, and I respect it, and it is, uh, yeah, no, no, there's, there's no forgiving this movie. This movie that we're talking about is Bloody Moon by Jess Franco. Uh, it is a movie funded by a group of Germans who had never made a horror movie before and said, hey, Jess Franco, you make horror movies. Here, we want 50 scenes of horror. <laughs> and that's all we... They didn't care about the plot, didn't care about anything. They were like, it's got to go boo 50 times. And yeah. that was all they cared about in the plot of this movie. He said, okay, give me give me two weeks. <laughs> Seriously, a garbage right? movie. Uh, and... The funny part was the entire time uh, this movie was being made, a little behind the scenes for this movie that is very, kind of funny. Okay, I'm glad you have some because I have none. So yeah. uh, the entire time this movie was being made, the producer was uh, basically like a compulsive liar or was just fucking with Franco the whole time. He was like, listen, no, 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 you got to make this movie because Pink Floyd wants to do the soundtrack. Uh. So we're going to get Pink Floyd here. They're going to be here. They want to listen to some of the stuff that you're doing. They want to see, and then they can, then they'll do the soundtrack. <laughs> and he was like, are you, f wow, okay, wow. okay. This well, now, now, we're, we're, now yeah. we're cooking with gas. Yeah. And he was like, all right. And also, uh, I think they said Rob Botton was going to be doing the effects for it or something. Like they, they named somebody. Like somebody who yeah. he would recognize as the greatest person who who they could get, and they were like, and he was like, oh my god, like you've got Tom Savini or whoever <laughs> yeah, else, yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh my god, yeah, the, totally the effects are going to look absolutely amazing. And then they kept saying, oh, he's somewhere else, he's somewhere else, he'll be in, he'll be in, don't worry about it. And then when the time came, they were like, ah, uh, sorry, we've got this German guy doing the soundtrack, and we've got uh, this other this other. Uh, guy doing effects but but listen to this this guy doing effects is a really big fan of tom savini <laughs> no the guy uh, sorry actually the guy doing the soundtrack is a big fan of tom savini uh he plays the saw and that's it <laughs> oh my god of all the things in this movie maybe the most insane part of it like usually in a just franco movie i haven't seen a ton but i've seen my fair share you haven't seen all 203 no but i have i've seen a shocking number of them because of my working at videoport okay uh and you know things like uh, vampiros lesbos we were talking about yep. before that movie is boring and is mostly like propped up by having hot ladies naked a lot in yep. it 
but it also had a phenomenal, crazy Italian soundtrack. Yeah. It's got one of those, like, everybody's whispering and everybody's hooting. And there's, like, a bunch of female voices in the background going, This, this one ah, doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and like that stuff. <laughs> that stuff's amazing. And it can really plow over a bad movie yep. and make you go, what the, what is happening? This is interesting. There's something at least holding my attention. This movie, there's a dude playing a saw the whole time, and he's not playing it like, like bowing it, like is somebody who knows okay. how to do it. Yeah. He's literally shaking it. Then there's that constant refrain that keeps coming back, that the, uh, the girl even plays a soundtrack on the on the record player, <laughs> and, then, and it skips. <laughs> That's so maddening. Uh-huh. I, I hate that. I mean, it's the other part of this is that Jess Franco maybe does not have the greatest sense of humor in the history of filmmakers, and he was like, and so I filled it with jokes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think you did. I don't think you know what a joke is. Uh, you mean terrible effects and really lame dialogue? <laughs> yeah. Also, the dubbing in this movie is part of the issue. Uh, part of what ruins the movie, I, yeah, I don't I can know. See, I can see that, but I can also see are, if they're saying the words that are actually being said, then it's, this script is just, it's like somebody dared, like, sure. I dare you. To, to just visualize your audience as extremely <laughs> stupid people who do not know how humanity works. Right. Like, <laughs> that's just like nothing makes sense. Like, sure. I mean, I... And now I, I know that's I kind of like par for the course in some like some, Dario yeah. movies, you yeah. know what I mean, where they had that surreal quality to them. But this is just like a world where people talk so unnaturally, like like they have no idea what anything is like in the world. And it's here's, like, that's, what, that's who wrote this movie. Here's what I think. I mean, I don't know this for a fact. I get the feeling that this was one of those movies that was like somebody gave them the plot. Mm-hmm. Nobody spoke Italian. I mean, uh, Spanish. Nobody spoke whatever language this was shot in. I assume yep. Spanish. Um, and they just went, let's make it up as we go. <laughs> and they just dubbed over what made like where the mouth movements were. And they were like, OK, continue doing this because it reminds me of nothing more than like an episode of Johnny Sacco or like one of those uh, 60s Japanese giant robot okay, TV yeah. shows that they didn't have any money to dub. Dinner's so, at seven. You'll get a good, simple meal. Yeah. Who it, talks like that? Right. <laughs> because that's how their mouths were moving. And so you're going to not forget about that, I'll tell yeah. you. And it's like any moment it seems like... Let's have sex over here. Nobody will see us <laughs> 10 feet away from everybody. It seemed like at any moment someone could be like, oh no, Gamera is attacking the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know... Uh, I'm going to go have sex with Antonio first. Uh, I mean, listen... If he's not going to have all the other girls first. I certainly <laughs> hope not. He does love to have the sex. He is the greatest lover in all of Spain. I've brought chocolate syrup. <laughs> I thought you could make a joke. Oh boy! And another <laughs> another one of the issues that that afflicts this, uh, aside from you know, the things that happen in Jess Franco movies, sexual assault, all of those kinds of themes, incest, these kind of like gross uh, themes, killing that... a live animal, like sure, dude. I had such a hard time not shutting this movie off after that part. Wait, the when? snake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was really that was. I was rough. like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb shit as well. But yeah, it's it. That's the thing. It's mean. Like it, it is. 
Kind of. It, yes. It's too dumb to it's be mean. It's too dumb to be mean, That's but it's still mean-spirited, too. It like, wants... To, it yeah, would yeah. love to be mean-spirited, but it's too, too fucking stu- yes. stupid. Uh, yeah, it's it's heart is in the wrong place, but it's so dumb that it can't it well, can't I mean, really I mean, pull like, it off. I mean, like when a girl gets the knife through her back and it just has to come out of the center of her breast, I was just like, oh, great, cool. Well, like, <laughs> and and therein lies a lot of the issues with the Italian Spanish kind of like Euro trash movies, mm-hmm. is that they they fall into a category where you're like. You know, all of the all of the people who came out against, you know, movies like Halloween and Friday yep. the 13th and they're like, it's anti-woman. And it's like, you know what? It kind of really isn't like yep. a lot of those movies really aren't. And then you go to the Euro trash movies and you're like, like oh, yeah, that, yeah, 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 this guy, <laughs> this guy had a real fucked up relationship with his mother. Like, what and the, the thing f- is, like, what the, is the wrong with you? didn't even look bad. I think it would have been much more effective if it just came out between her damn breasts. And, but exactly. But instead, it had it's so distract, it's so yeah. misogynistically distracting it's, that I was just like, well, fuck you, movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, no, uh, there's no defense for the misogyny in this movie yep. and for all of the other gross stuff. And they thought that they had a clever twist and it was like, oh, it was the thing that we thought it was the whole fucking yeah. time. <laughs> it's like, this is the clearest problem. <laughs> like, But then the, you're like, oh, the killer isn't actually the killer. But I mean, he's still kind of a killer. But he still <laughs> is the fucking killer. I'm and, still not going to root for him. <laughs> What the hell? I mean, at the end of the day, the twist is that he really is one of the killers. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, very strange. Uh, But, yeah, whatever. Let's go into it. Let's let's start talking about the uh, ye olde plot. I see you've got a page and a half of notes. I have (laughs) four pages of notes. It's it's double-sided. It looks very thinner than your usual. Oh, yeah. Normally, I have like six pages of notes. This, not so much. Sorry, I'm also drinking Diet Coke. Um, uh, I'm drinking straight vodka. Woo! You absolutely should be. Again, Matt, I am sorry. We'll do a fucking talking dog movie or something next week. <laughs> Yay! Whatever you want. <laughs> Robocroc! Is, oh, boy. I will do I will A do friend whatever. recommended me Robocroc. You're a monster. Do We're doing Robocroc. Do, oh, fuck. Next week's Robocroc! God yeah! Thanks, Patty. It. You're a monster. <laughs> Okay, we'll do Robocroc. Robocroc is a monster. Well, then, uh, okay, we need to. Okay, if we do do Robocroc. <laughs> I'm a monster handler. If we do Robocroc yep. or one of, like some sort of fucking made for sci fi channel piece yep. of garbage next week, we're going to have to do like Hellraiser or something the next time. Let's do like something super mainstream. Okay. Do like a Friday the 13th or something. Because <laughs> that's. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. So this movie starts out. And I, I don't know about you, but personally, I felt like I knew the plot of this movie from the first scene. Like, as soon as you saw this lady pushing an old woman in a, like in a, in her old-timey wicker wheelchair, yep. I was like, all right, so this is going to be one of those. She's trying to get the inheritance yep, from this yep, woman. Yep. And, the, and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, I was three seconds into this movie, and I mostly had the plot like but then she goes don't look at me like that i'm your sister I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah and you hear and that's that's later on we we cut to this party uh it's a cool pool party yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well uh, <laughs> at some point we see we just see the killer kind of flashed our first our normal killer guy when, you when mean the, the killer that's not the killer? Right. The, the, the guy the who, face? Yes. And 
we see that he's got a burn on his face. Is that what that is? They I, never they never explain it. This is a problem for me because when you look at it, it looks like a scab. Yeah. Like it does it's not like, is this an injury? Is this a birthmark? Right. Is this a like, burn injury? Is again, it... because of the lack of skill of the person doing the effects for this movie, instead of looking like a burn or looking like a deformity, it looks like a scab that was there from him dragging his face on the ground two weeks prior. Yeah. Like, he looks like he got into a car accident, and eventually, you know, like, two weeks from now, he's going to look fine. Yep. You know, the scab will heal over. Just put some fucking Neosporin on it and get some bed rest. You're fine. Mm. But instead, it's it's made out to be this congenital injury that he's had since birth or whatever. And that was confusing to me, too. Uh, okay, but whatever. Uh, so, okay. Before we can figure out what the fuck is going on with either of these two completely <laughs> insane scenes, we cut to this gigantic costume party where everyone is dressed like a fucking Disney character. It must be Halloween. I Maybe. guess. No one mentions that, but it definitely is... And, and and are they just trying to get sued by having a, a killer in a Mickey Mouse mask? Like, are you? <laughs> I was. So I don't know if like Disney wasn't as as balls crazy about that shit back then. Like, but... I think it's just that Disney was never going to see Bloody Moon. That's a big risk, though. I would. I think so, but <laughs> I don't know about an international copyright law. Okay. I don't know what that would be like. Maybe, I am also not a copyright lawyer. I'm not a copyright lawyer, and I don't know how that works out. But if you were to make a slasher right now, and your killer is wearing a Mickey Mouse mask, Woo! you're, you're going to be hearing from the mouse. You are going to be hearing from them, <laughs> definitely. But uh, but you know this is a fucking hip party, because two random hot dummies grab a chaise lounge, and they decide that they're going to fuck 10 feet from the entire because party. Because nobody will see us there. No one will see us here. We are by the pool. Um, and so they do. They say some really hilarious cliche soap opera lines <sighs> oh, <yeah>. here. <laughs> Please hold me closer. No closer than that. Please. <laughs> oh, yes. This is so good. I like uh, making love. It's very convincing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, but they... Uh, so, th- while they're distracted with their lovemaking, a, a hand reaches out and steals the Mickey Mouse mask. And the shirt. And the shirt from the ground. And uh, he goes and pulls off like a Revenge of the Nerds thing, where he puts that costume on and, and yep. grabs a girl that knows who that person was wearing the costume, so he can take her to his hotel room. Yes. Because that's gross because they decided this would be fucking disgusting and they figured why not do something disgusting but don't worry this guy's gonna be a hero in the end (laughs) he's you know okay another obviously another part of this movie is the fact that there is not a single likable character in the entire movie even if they're nice people they just sound so say the dumbest things that you're just like (laughs) i mean i guess our main heroine is not a piece of crap she's fine she's fine but she's like a cardboard box yeah she's like yeah yeah, she's just bland as all hell um but okay yeah so he does that horrible thing with the they go back to his hotel room uh and it's like it's so weird because it's like this party is like an eyes wide shut party where everyone's dressed up as a cartoon character yeah wearing like a a laverdier's halloween costume Mm -hmm. everybody's dressed in like 
some Man, sort of deep cut Laverdiers. Eh, yeah, that's a that's for my welcome to Maine. Welcome to Maine, motherfuckers. <laughs> if you're from somewhere else, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. That's right, Stephen King country up here, where <laughs> the costumes come from drugstores. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, we get Revenge of the Nerds. It's gross, but then the Mickey Mouse mask falls off and she gets stabbed. A lot. A lot. She gets stabbed too much, let's say. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, this, that's another thing, like, this is kind of like in the giallo vein, too, at yes. times. Yeah, yeah, Which I'm not a fan of, really. No. Like, because it's just, oh, it's just kind of not fun. Like, I like fun kills. Like, yeah. giallos always seem like it's not fun. It's like, oh, you got stabbed in the stomach and we just watched it all. Cool. Like. That's yeah, not, that's it's, not fun. It's just and this yeah. one's just like, yeah, I grabbed a pair of scissors and stabbed you in the stomach. Now let's hang on this and do it fifty more times in a row. I'm right. just like, oh, gross movie. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I will say that uh, that I do love this little like. I mean, as soon as the stabbing ends, we get the exploitation font on the screen. My version yeah. of it, at least, had uh, what was it? Dice bags. Dice sage yeah. de toads, which was uh, that's the one. Saw of death, which I was like. Really? You oh, really? Call, you called this thing fucking Bloody Moon and you could have called it Saw of Death? What is wrong that, with you? That only got used once. Unless you're talking I mean, about the music because it drove people to suicide. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Uh, but a cute little Eurocar pulls up to a psychiatry clinic and we smash dead into a conversation already in progress between a woman doctor who's talking about her brother's progress in said loony bin. <laughs> Turns out it's Bernie face that they're talking about and he's served five years for his stomach stabby and he's not totally cured, but that's we're going to set him that, free and you got to keep your eye on my him. favorite part yeah. of this whole thing. Well, we don't think that he's completely rehabilitated, but if so, you want to take him... So just keep an eye on him. All right. Yeah. Uh, you, you're uh, gonna 24 want, hours a day. You're going to want to watch him because he's real stabby. <laughs> like a hawk. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. I guess this is... He, he definitely has a stabby sickness. Do not <laughs> let him out of your sight. So, uh, and the doctor here is yeah. played by our director as well. Oh, sure. Thanks, doctor. Thanks, Dr. Franco. Um, for your wonderful picture. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, this so we're like, okay, this is a bad idea, obviously, right off the bat. Um, but he clearly she trusts him a ton too, because the second they get on the train, he is out of frame for like what I don't know five seconds before he's grokking on a girl. He's yeah. between like five and ten seconds. He's like, oh, a lady, and he stares at her for two seconds, and then his sister comes in. The lady's not there anymore, and she's like, you didn't kill her, did you? It's <laughs> because because like, the train window is open and there's a scarf hanging out of it now. This part, oh my gosh, this is like, <laughs> here's what I mean. Like this movie just like does these things, and it yeah. expects me to be really stupid. So <laughs> like. <laughs> You're like, you didn't kill her, did you? Then she like pops up from the left, like, and she's like, "No, I'm right here. Tell him to stop staring at me. My scarf got stuck in the window." Like, does she instantly know that they think that she fell out the window? And what was she doing over here? Like, I mean, the 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 the, the scare doesn't make sense. And also, her response doesn't make sense. The second somebody says, "Oh my God, you didn't kill her, did you?" You'd be like. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, right? <laughs> that your first response is, you didn't kill her, did you? 
I would like a different train car, please. Yeah. No, I'm still alive. I just moved over here so you couldn't see me when the lights went out for a second and my scarf got stuck in the window. So I guess you thought that I fell out the window and this guy killed me. But nope, right here. We're good. <laughs> Everything's we're good. fine. Uh, thank you. Go on. Uh, we're good. <laughs> Amazing. So he's not 100% cured, I'm going to say. Or th- they're not going to trust him as being that. Right. No. So now we go in to... Honestly, for me, what the best part of this entire movie is, is just watching people's clothing. Oh, yeah. The clothes there's in this movie are, the, like, there's a... If gl- I have to find some positives. If you're going to look for positives, that Grace Jones sweatshirt. Yes. Fucking And awesome. la- later on, that girl has a homemade knit uh, sweater with Amazing. a dragon on it. Amazing. Um, All and, of it. And the lead... Uh, <laughs> teacher at the school what is he wearing in the beginning this like is... this giant buttoned leather blue <laughs> overshirt it is the craziest fashion choice i've ever yeah. seen in my life he, he looks, looks like, like he should be like a like a like a devo tribute band <laughs> he looks like he's wearing adam ant business casual yes it looks like <laughs> it's like if adam ant was going for a job interview he would wear this it's like i put on my normal pants and my normal button-up shirt and now i need this giant leather battle cover. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I bet if he unbuttoned, because okay, it it's got down. snaps, it flaps down. Yes. I bet it would look like the Star Trek The Motion Picture uniforms. Or, or, like, a, or like a Buckaroo Banzai. Very much. Yeah, yeah. God, it is crazy. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love that shirt so much. <laughs> I mean, it's ugly as shit. I just I love that it exists. I bet it's just so hot. It looks like, I mean... And this was something, someone was mentioning the fact that, like, apparently modern fashion, they're like, twin sets are in for men. And I was like, there's fucking men wearing twin sets all the fuck over the place in this thing. <laughs> Everybody's got, like, same sweat sweater with a cardigan over it. And, like, it's insane. But people, insane are, people are sitting around naked and swimming in the swimming pool, so we know it's hot. He's wearing a giant <laughs> leather covering oh. over his long sleeve button up sometimes you gotta suffer for your fashion baby I guess so <laughs> fashion not Dang. function man mm. these guys look good and they know it what are you <laughs> gonna do so we get uh we get a conversation about how some people want money from him because he's not paying his bills because he's running a school. He's running a a, a Spanish language slash tennis academy apparently. <laughs> yep. That only hires supermodels. Like the only yeah. the only enrollees in this school are supermodels and two hot dudes. And that mute guy. Uh he works there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's the but he everyone else that's an actual student there. Oh, oh, oh you're just saying the students. Yes, yes, yes. Every Everybody's student beautiful. is a supermodel. Yes. Um and it's all female. I think all the students are female. Except I think Antonio. Other, is Antonio a student or is he a teacher? Oh. I thought he was like the tennis teacher. Oh, he did get yelled. Yeah. I bet right. he's like the tennis pro at this all girls <laughs> Spanish language only model hot ladies guys academy. Made, huh? That is a re- <laughs> it's a really strong choice. Yeah. Uh and the, uh, and we do get that red herring, um, the, the, the guy, that mute and pretends. The to guy do from the guy from Hot Fuzz. You mean Gregor Clegane from Hot Fuzz? Okay. He looks just like. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? I, I don't. Yes, but I don't remember it at all. He's he looks just like the red herring character in oh, okay. Hot Fuzz, who's the giant mute guy in that movie. He does the same thing, has the same face, everything's the same. And he it was the we, guy who we played. just we just 
he's just there to make us think he's a killer. Yeah. And when we meet him, he's he's hanging up a sign that's cheaper than a Wynorski sign. Uh, this cracked me up, too, where they just spelt the school out in... I don't even remember what the name is. It's just like the Spain School for Learning How to Speak Spanish for Beautiful <laughs> Women. Like, And it's all spelt out in like those gold stickers you would buy for your mailbox. Yep. <laughs> so And good. when they go to the dance club later on, those same letters are there that just says Disco Club. Like They just made signs with, Amazing. with the address that stickers. That club is the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Uh, and they they all look so sad. Like They look like they're dancing in a church basement. Yeah. And it is really depressing. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> listen, movie's not good. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I def- think we've made our feelings I on that th- abundantly clear. <laughs> I think it's, it's fair to say this is not a good movie. Uh, okay, so he's not paying his bills, but for some reason there's this woman that... Uh, God, that's so convoluted. The woman who's the mother of the, the incestuous couple... Okay, here let's let's just tell the story. That's their mom or their aunt. Okay, our yes, that's uh, maybe mom. I maybe thought it aunt. was her aunt. It's aunt, sure. Or grandma or something. But he's the only one that's going to inherit her money. Face and, guy, right? Yeah, uh, the the attractive guy. No, I thought it was crooked face is the only one getting the money. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Then, okay, so the two of them aren't getting any money for the school. They want money for the but school. But they want money for the school. Got it. Okay, that's what's going on. I wasn't sure what was happening. So I think they're going to... I think they're next in line, though. So they're going to yes. try to frame Crooked Face for killing that's... the mom so like they would be the next ones in line. And when... then they kill him, and then they inherit the money. Yes. yes. That, that yes. is the plan. Uh, yeah, the big spoiler for the whole plot of this movie. That's what it all is. The... What it reveals is that the incestuous relationship between which that didn't need to exist didn't need to exist between her uh, this woman and her brother, uh, who is the Bernie faced guy, uh, is only so that she can sexually manipulate him into killing everyone around them, so that he will uh, so that they can be together. She's like, oh, she's oh. sexually manipulating the leather guy, not face. Uh, yes, she's sexually... She's not having sex with Face anymore. She turns him down. That's She says, we can't do it. I could only do it if all of the people around me were removed. They'll all make fun of us. If only someone would off them somehow. I don't know. Maybe a guy with a weird face could maybe murder a bunch of people <laughs> around me. I don't. Then we could be together. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, that was kind of it. And uh, so it was that kind of thing. Uh, whatever. We cut to the... She uh, could have probably just asked for a loan. <laughs> I mean, the school is fully attended. If it's not paying for itself, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Maybe he's letting all the hot models in for free. I don't know. Here's the idea. Let in 10% hot models and then raise the tuition and everyone's going to want to go there because yep. of the hot models. There you go. Solved. That's it's <laughs> yes uh okay so we cut to the old lady in the wheelchair in the spanish villa looks like an like an indian restaurant or something it's a terrible looking place but there's this <laughs> it looks sh- like a house you it looks like a thing you'd climb on in uncharted <laughs> it does indeed <laughs> uh so uh honest oh you know what i was impressed by uh, here's another here's another positive okay. Old lady in a wheelchair, how does she die? Not by being pushed off a cliff. Yeah. 
Huh? Admittedly, you expected her to go. The I always second, liked that, though. The second <laughs> you saw that wheelchair, you were like, yeah. oh, guess who's going over a cliff? Yep. I know I was. The fucking place is on a mountain. Yeah. I was like, this lady is going off that mountain. I can't wait to see that oh, shot. Nope, torch to the face. <laughs> Boo. Actually, it was... It's not a good thing. I'm actually mad about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted to see her fly. Eh, well. Or push into a pit of trollologs. <sighs> oh, you gotta love that. Oh, my <laughs> God, The Pit's such a good movie. If you want to uh, hear us talk about a great movie, go yeah. back to our episode on The Pit. Rewind your mind. And yeah. Find our episode on The Pit. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I just turned into, like, an old disc jockey. <laughs> yeah, you, you sure did. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love the scene when we actually are revealing the the two characters. The old lady is like screeching at the top of her lungs, Manuela, Manuela, where are you, Manuela? <laughs> and she just keeps like screaming for, her, where is she, where is she? And she goes over to the pool boy and she's like, where is Manuela? And he's like, he's over, she's over there. And he just kind of points like ten yeah. feet over. She's like, oh yeah, I see her. <laughs> Thank you. Go back to work. Um, and so they go over and she is just cruel to this woman Manuela she's like you will never get my money you are a terrible hateful spiteful person and you don't deserve anything all of my money will go to the guy whose name sounds exactly like Manuela but I can't remember what Miguel. it is Miguel everyone has an M name and I, I only give my money to people that stab people <laughs> right he deserves it because <laughs> he's a murderer you know how much knives he can <laughs> buy with my money how many pairs of scissors he can't take care of himself. He's a sex murderer. We gotta, <laughs> you gotta. He needs money. Yeah. Is that why all the billionaires are billionaires? Yes. Yeah, because they're all sex murderers. Okay, but uh, now we uh, after after she's really really cruel to her, and she's like, "Yeah, you're you only want my money." Blah blah blah. We cut to the old lady in bed, and she hears something, and we get our our really one of our few giallo moments. Which is, you know, we kind of get killer POV for a yep. few seconds. And uh, the murderer drops a torch in her bed and we assume she burns alive. And we also assume that nobody questions the smell in the house. Yeah. That but seems like a really inefficient way to To kill things. somebody? Yeah, it sure does. Um, but there you go. It happens. <laughs> and now we... Uh, What's all the smoke coming from? I tried to kill Grandma with a torch. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Get some buckets of water. Run down to the uh, pool. Yeah, it's really obvious. You could fucking smother the <laughs> yeah, lady with a fucking right? pillow. <laughs> or just saying. Set her on fire you, in her own bedroom inside the house. If you're going to set her on fire, imagine how much cooler the scene would be if you pushed her off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> flaming old lady flies off a cliff. Come on. Everybody wants to see that. Then the girl's at the pool. And she's like, I think I just saw a shooting star. <laughs> Uh, yes. So now we cut to the teacher who, uh, who's teaching his Spanish for penthouse pets program. Uh, in <laughs> that a... looks strangely like a COVID classroom. Okay. What's I mean, up with that? listen, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading into this. Maybe it's better for them so that they can hear their own pronunciation or whatever. You've got a guy in the middle of the classroom talking, walking through, saying the pronunciation that they can't hear. Because they're they wearing have headphones, headphones on and they're listening to stuff, and the they have time. they have fucking enclosures, yeah, like a like a sound lab, like a language lab yeah. would. But he's walking back and forth, and they're all saying the words together. It's like just fucking take off the headphones and go to a normal room. Yeah. What is going on here? 
This is a waste. What's going on here is the movie wastes our time, too, because we just watched them practice their Spanish for I 10 minutes. I learned a lot of Spanish from this, though. I don't know about you. Uh, we Okay. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, the tennis scene. Uh. So we get to this scene of, instead of seeing two people playing tennis, our director decides to focus on our main character or some other hot girl who looks like our main character. I don't know. Who knows? She's sitting in a chair. Like a lifeguard. And and we hear the sounds of tennis behind her. And she says, oh, good one. Oh, nice move. Oh, you sure are tennising good. Ah, tennis. I love it. You're tennis the best good. tennister I've ever seen. <laughs> and she just keeps commenting on what they're doing, and we never see the tennis. <laughs> good going. Yep. That's that's how you direct a movie. <laughs> uh, and it's th- like that scene in uh, Wet Hot American Summer when he goes to save the kids from the river. You're doing it. Oh, he's doing it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. You're the best. Yes. <laughs> like you would understand this in a movie if it was like oh my god that plane crash would be incredibly expensive to show yeah. it's happening right over there if only you could see it but it's not it's fucking tennis <laughs> you you they're on a tennis court you can just show tennis yeah. <laughs> it was too difficult for him to block two shots of people playing tennis and then edit them together to look like tennis. Maybe they're just really bad <laughs> tennis players, so every time they roll the camera, they just get woofing and missing. Could easily be. But more importantly, we go to the delightful pool scene. We get some Euro pool here. Yeah. This is what happens when you have your penthouse pet uh, Spanish teacher labs. Just naked ladies. School, topless. Yep. Naked ladies by the pool at their school. Awesome. It's, it's like one of those things where I'm like, this seems really odd. I'm not going to complain, <laughs> but like... Is it is it odd Is Europe? it odd? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Or is this movie just treating me like a big dumb dummy dumb again, being like, yeah, they'll probably just think people are all topless in Europe. You, I mean, as it turns out, I am a big dummy yeah. dumb dumb, <laughs> uh, and I don't know. <laughs> I honestly Look, God, I know this know. about myself, too. I just don't need it rubbed in my face. Right. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's see... Do, do, do. Oh, yeah. Blah, That's blah, where blah, we blah. meet Antonio, which is just so Antoni- strange. Like, Antonio's the best lover in the world. He fucks me so good. He And he bangs her and her and her and her. You've got to take him for a test drive. <laughs> take him for and a then he's test just, drive. And then he's just like, yes, I could I could, I could, could show you. I could take you one day. I'm, I am the good sex person it's here. It's so weird. Well, you're the only dude. So, yeah. I mean, I don't... It's like, who else is going to do it? It's either you or the guy that runs the, the school. Or Beauty McSign Hanger. I mean, you know what? I bet that's what they're all missing out on. <laughs> I bet Beauty McSign Hanger is a sexual dynamo. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. Uh, some of the students have a boring conversation while Bernie Face watches from the bushes. Uh, they mention some murders that happened in the dorm that they're staying in. Oh, our main girl is staying in the same room that uh, Bernie Face Stomach murdered. Girl Stabby okay. was in the beginning. Yes. Okay. It, it, I it, it means fuck off in the giant scope of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, other than... Yeah, it's the kind of thing that's like, I saw Psycho. Yeah, he knows the room. And it's yeah. like, well, that doesn't matter because these are bungalows. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. It's not the same thing. Yep. <laughs> it's like they're not connected to anything. <laughs> he doesn't run it either. He's just there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's He's he even just... doing all day? Just hanging out in bushes? Yeah, probably. Cool. <laughs> He's training squirrels. He has, like, no purpose. 
He's like no, he, no he's personality free, he's and no, no purpose. personality, no purpose. He's freed from jail because he stabbed somebody, even though he's not cured. And then he just spends his time spying on people around the school. Like, his entire purpose is to be a red herring. Yeah, and then turn out to really kind of not be a red herring at all. Yeah. Um, even though it's like he saves the day, but he's also kind of in on it. Yep. So doesn't really matter. And then still kills people anyway. Right. Like he did in the past. So <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just explaining what we already know that there is no redemption for anyone and uh, the world is full of monsters. So, uh, and Antonio lives to bone again. <laughs> and Antonio <laughs> is good at doing sex. <laughs> and the ladies like him doing sex with them. Uh, Grace Jones, sweatshirt lady. Walks off to be alone in her room, number thirteen. Oh, ah, and the weird guy follows her. Uh, she goes. So here's my. Mm-hmm. So then we spend so much time with her putzing around, like about to take a shower. Uh huh. After this movie's just thrown all the nudity <laughs> in the world at you. Yeah. And then doesn't follow through here. It's like what? Funny. That was. Pretty is funny. that a is that a joke, Franco? I, dude, your <laughs> guess is as good as mine. There's only one moment that I know he thought was a joke, mm-hmm. and that was when she goes to answer the door, and it's the little kid there. That wasn't funny. That was of just, course not. But I know was, I just happened to know from listening to an yeah. interview with him that he thought that was a joke. It was. So, it was. It made no sense. Listen, the guy's been directing porn for his entire life. He doesn't know what's up anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so anyway, yeah, she walks yeah. around the room. She gets. She gets frightened because the doors keep opening and then she keeps shutting doors and then she uh sees uh mutie mcsign hanger looking all weird because yeah what he bald does. joe and rogan just, yep the she just joe shuts, rogan the, guy. shuts the curtain on him then she goes to take the shower and we're like cool but then she sees crooked face there yep and she's all like ah but he, <laughs> and then so then what he okay just, hold he, on he teleports out he vanishes sure sure but you are burying the lead on when fucking joe rogan looking dude shows yeah. up because he's pushed his face against oh, yeah. the window and he's eating popcorn looking <laughs> into her window <laughs> that's more of a joke than the souvenir kid that was honestly i loved that moment <laughs> of all the in the entire movie that might be one of the few scenes that I was like, thumbs up. I'm all into this weirdo eating popcorn while staring at but her. But then, I don't know. Does she have a death wish? Because, like, the face vanishes, but then he, she sees a silhouette in the door. And she goes to And open. she goes and opens it. And it's like, dude, you're you're afraid of this guy. Why are you walking towards him and yeah, opening the door? She's Call, stupid. You have a phone. Call somebody. And then she opens the door, and like you said, it's that joke. There's a little 10-year-old yep. boy there going, hey, want a souvenir? Like... It's late at night, kid. What are you doing? Who is selling souvenir flowers door to door at after sunset? Dude, <laughs> no one knows what's going on here. Don't worry, he gets his. <laughs> That's not the same kid, is it? I think so. I don't think it is. Oh, I was hoping it would be. <laughs> I figured they couldn't afford to have two kids. Uh, okay, so she decides to leave, and Burned Weirdo follows her, and then she's surprised by her friend in what I guess was supposed to be a jump scare. Uh, but it turns out that there's a third weird dude following them and he's dressed like the burned guy, except he's super handsome this time. And you're like, Oh, it's the other guy. And he's a teacher. Ah, okay. Uh, we see the empty wheelchair and a nude figure looking out of the window at (laughs) night in a weird cut 
where this lady is just like exposing her boobs to the moon. Yeah. That's uh, that's how ladies recharge, I assume. Bloody moon, not boob moon movie. <laughs> so it's just to throw boobs in. Like yep. again, I'm not going to complain. It's, it's just dumb. Yeah, she throws a <laughs> she throws a shirt on and Miguel the beer, burned weirdo comes in to visit her. Turns out there's some weird stuff going on between the two of them. They have slept together despite being brother and sister. They just got to start... throw this gross little incest thing in here. Yep. They start making out and pause for some weird dialogue about what happened. You remember what happened the last time we did it. <laughs> it drove him to murder is what we are to assume that because they had sex, he was driven to murder someone. I guess. I, I'm not clicking it together. I'm, but I, guess I so. certainly do not understand <laughs> what the connection is, but that is that is what they say. They say last time. Uh, so uh, she says she doesn't want to do it anymore, and that it's because she's afraid of what the other people would say. If only they could get rid of everyone around them, <laughs> then they could be together. Uh, cut to or a, y'all could just move, <laughs> or you could just not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a better idea. I've got, I've got a better idea. Things, but... Quit being gross. Yeah. <laughs> or just leave the school. Go. Yeah, I don't know, man. Go move to another tower. Nobody even knows your brother and sister. You got it. You get you solved. <laughs> and also, it is a cheat. Again, because of the bad makeup, he's got something gross on his face that is like legitimately would be kind of gross to be around because it is festering. It's like, yeah, uh, it's an open wound on his face. Um, and. He says that, you know, he can't be with other women because they make fun of him and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, dude, maybe if you just put some fucking Neosporin on that and cleared it up, mm-hmm. then maybe they wouldn't be grossed out by it. It's, you know, it's not that big a physical ailment. Once it's just scar tissue, people will go, oh, you've got a scar on your face. Yeah. You know, oh, too bad. And then you can have a normal fucking life. What they're going to be grossed out by is finding out that you fucked your sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the problem, I think, is going to be the, the relationship killer. So you might want to keep that one under wraps yes. if you're in the dating pool. Um, anyway, so cut to the hip teen party where the four ladies are fawning over Antonio because he <laughs> does sex good. Enga gets upset by this gross scene and takes off. She's like, pfft. Fuck that. I'm going to ask the weird guy from the woods to go out on a booty call. (laughs) (laughs) And so Antonio walks Angela home and she doesn't sleep with him and it totally blows his mind. Yeah. What? What has happened? It's the first time in history of school. I don't I don't understand. What am I doing? First time in history of Supermodel Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this will go down as the darkest moment in Supermodel (laughs) Academy's history. Uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> let's see. Uh, now Angela is reading a book that's basically describing what the stalker outside her window is doing. This was infuriatingly stupid. Yes. Um, but what are you going to do? Yep. Uh, she. What, what was happening here? Oh, she goes to bed and gets woken up by her friend who wants, needs to borrow a shirt to go on a night fishing trip. Yes. 
But then, so he he reads. She's reading the book, and it's like blah 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 blah. And then the stalker comes closer, and he hears her breathing. Blah blah blah. blah. Ah, oh, it's her friend. Yep. Oh, I had such a start. This was so terrible. <laughs> she's like, I need to go get beer or something. Whatever no, that's happens. way. That's way later. On oh, that's the movie. later one. Yeah. Um. Whatever happens, <laughs> she winds up getting killed here. Yes. Somehow. Uh. She sees the stalker is about to kill her, but then he gets stopped because her friend bangs on the window and she's like, I need to borrow a pullover because I'm going fishing at night with this hot guy I met at the disco club. She is trying, speaking of people who are trying to get murdered, I yeah. want to go out in the middle of the night on, on a, a boat, boat with, with strangers. strangers. Can I borrow your sweater? <laughs> Would you like to borrow my 45? Yeah. Maybe because what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, lady? This- so she does get her a sweater. Uh, and <laughs> Without then- ever saying how insane this is. Yep. And then we get some more boobs when she needs to put the sweater on because she can't just put that over her shirt she's wearing. She needs to take off her first shirt to put on the sweater. And in doing so, uh, the killer gets her instead by stabbing her right through the back and out the middle of her boob. Yep. Charming. There it is. Um... Uh, Angela sees Inga dead and freaks out and runs and tells Antonio, but he's like, what? You're crazy. You were probably just dreaming it, like, which is normally what you would say when somebody runs up to you and says, my friend's dead. Yep. D- no. You're dreaming. <laughs> You're dreaming. And also, it's it's nice that uh, Enga has no blood in her body because oh, yeah, she's queen laying the- on the bed. Then, oh, the fucking killer secrets her away in the closet. Yep. Okay, no trace. No trace of blood anywhere. No trace of blood anywhere. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, Must have been the. It's the skill of the killer. He killed the last person with fire, and and, and never even yeah. left a trace of flame. So true. This Nobody one kills a girl with a knife, never leaves a trace of blood. Man, he is fucking ninja. <laughs> he is truly, truly the greatest ninja. Uh, yep. So she's dead. Uh, oh, Angela calls out for Antonio, and he's right outside the house. Yes, like a totally innocent person would be. <laughs> Uh, the douche blames the book that she was reading and all that stuff, and yeah. it was so fucking stupid. Um, okay, so back in the language lab, everybody's repeating Spanish phrases. Cool, let's watch this for ten minutes. And we watch this for ten minutes. <laughs> uh, so How do you say padding in Spanish? <laughs> but there was this one had a reason, at least. Yeah, 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 this at least one, it had a payoff, yeah. This one was okay, I mean... So she's listening to her language tapes, and as the guy walks past her on the on her her language tape, she hears, "How do you say I'm going to murder you or whatever?" This <laughs> is something dumb. Um, he says, "I'm going to kill you with a hacksaw, I think." And then she sees the burned guy, and when she tells the teacher, the voice isn't there. So, how does that work? Well, I thought this too, and I think the teacher might be doing it when he's because. She screams and he comes from behind. I don't know if he went, snuck right out the back and just said it real quick, then came back. Like, that's the only explanation to how that would even make sense. That's unless there's true. a third party, which there isn't. So This this is a movie that would... Or it could just be like, fuck you, you're dumb, accept this. Yeah, yeah. It would which be, is probably most likely of all. That does seem more likely than anything else. However, this movie would really benefit. I mean, it, it's it's almost an irredeemable trash heap, but... I feel like a wrap up at the end of this movie where we saw how all of these things happened. Oh yeah, like that'd be make cool. them make them a little more kind of like a saw finale. 
sure, like a soft finale or like the ending of Clue or something, yep. you know, like where it's like, and this is how I did it. Oh, yes, please bring in Tim Curry. Please right, bring exactly. in something redeemable. Like, <laughs> Tim Curry comes in and he explains how all of this shit went down. Totally into it. Okay, so uh, she sees blood, goes to find her missing friend, and, and just starts asking randos at the beach, have you seen a pretty girl with long blonde hair? Well, she just happens across the fucking incest lady having an argument with some dude, and then she keeps wandering down the shore until a giant boulder falls what off What was a... that? I don't know. <laughs> I d- uh, is it random? Was it, that it's just super like super random? I guess it's like a Pee Wee Herman fallen rock zone, like because uh, the cops say like read the signs, which we never see, so we couldn't right. read them anyway either. But I imagine the sign said, "Beware falling rocks." And I'm guessing that it had an illustration of a falling rock on it. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just too stupid to pay attention. Uh, but also, that's crazy. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Um, so the cops just basically make fun of her and complain that she can't read. Uh, and then incest lady has a crazy conversation with her aunt who is dead. I don't even know. So they cut back and she's yelling at her aunt yeah. who is now we, and we know in the future her aunt's dead her at aunt's this dead. point. Oh yeah. So she's yelling at her dead aunt about this snake that she has. Why is my snake missing? Yeah. And it means nothing. It uh, means nothing but. There's where the snake comes that gets an ex- killed later on. An excuse on to, to, murder to murder a snake, a snake for no on fucking camera. reason. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. And what the fuck, Antonio? Why'd you agree to that? Like, yeah. Can you imagine being an actor and being like, I need you to go, I need you to kill this dog in the scene. Oh, yeah, let's just pretend, right? No, no, no I need you, you to go need- kill this dog. No. Oh, okay, well, I guess I'm an actor. Here we go. <laughs> what the hell, man? This seems like I mean, really okay, bothered me. So I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> what is this? 1980. 80. So, 80, 70, 60, 50. So, you're 40 years away from Mussolini. You know, I mean, let's face it. It's not the worst thing that's happened in Italy. Uh, No, wait, they're Spanish. Shit, this isn't an Italian movie. It sure feels like one. It sure does. (laughs) Um, And I hate those things. My. I can't really disagree with you. I've been trying so hard to find good movies. In the in that world, and it's like, man. It, I know some people really like them. I, I don't. Yeah, I. The, I don't like. I, used, I don't like stuff this old usually either. Like I used to think that I liked Argento movies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I sure like the look of some of them. I like Suspiria. Yeah, I like me too. some. The thing is, I like a lot of his ideas. Yeah. A lot of his visual ideas. I like Phenomena a lot. Phenomena, absolutely. Yeah. I like. I, I'm a philistine because as much as I love Goblin. Creepers is my favorite. If yeah. I'm going to watch it, I'll watch Creepers. The creeper cut. I like the Creeper cut because I like the fact there's fucking Motley Crue and Iron Maiden <laughs> as the soundtrack. It's just a more fun soundtrack. Regardless of cut, whenever I watch it, I always wish that Dr. Loomis had a monkey buddy to hunt Michael with. Oh, my God. <laughs> How cool would that have If been? only. If <laughs> only. If only it was... <laughs> It was like, uh, it was like uh, any which way but loose. Yes. And Loomis had like, <laughs> Loomis had a big rig, and he had an ape that traveled with him. <laughs> this yes, is a yes, better, yes, 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 better, yes. better movie. <laughs> uh, 
Especially because, you know, at, at the end of the day, an orangutan versus Michael Myers. That's a fight I'd watch. Honestly, probably Michael Myers is going to get his arms ripped off. Yeah. So, you know, th- it does stand to reason that he would have the defense orangutan around <laughs> when hunting a killer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are we talking uh, that's about? That's a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some better movies. Yeah, Remember that the don't Exorcist? even exist. <laughs> <laughs> like that movie with Donald Pleasance and the orangutan where he was a truck driver. <laughs> Donald Pleasance is such a great, uh, a great person in movies because he lends so much credibility for an actor who's never in his entire career had credibility. Can you think of a movie that Donald Pleasance was in where you're like, oh, you know, famous actor Donald Pleasance. You know, like like Amazon Women and and, and Night Creature. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, at least Malcolm McDowell, you're like, oh, he was in Kubrick movies. You're like, he was in Oh, Lucky Man. And he was in, you know, I mean, he was even, you could even say Caligula. But like, with Donald Pleasance, you're like, um... He was uh, in that Italian cannibal movie, and uh, what else did he do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I love it. Me too. Oh, man. He's the best. Okay. Anyway, um, this movie does not have Donald Pleasance. No, in it. but it has a giant boulder that falls, <laughs> and uh, so Angela's still looking for her friend uh, when she sees her other friend, Inga, in the passenger seat of a luxury Mercedes. Yep. And calls to her but she's just like yeah fuck you and they drive away and, and and so angela i mean inga is going off with mysterious person we don't know she later says that he's wearing a mask but it sure doesn't look like it and if he was why and if he was why are you going with him and to add to the point you don't know who he is but you're going for a car ride because i guess you like riding an old mercedes because they're like rolls royces and they drive out to a masonry uh stone cutting place where she just agrees to get bondage tied to a to saw a, table yep yeah the whole time talking like oh this is this is fun i'll try anything once this is kind of hurting but i guess hurting leads to pleasure right haha <laughs> you can do anything to me as long as i get back in time for the dance and it's like and she just lets this guy t- it's like not human it is so inhuman it's like it's like a deranged video game that was made by an incel yes it's like if i didn't know better i would think that our director has never met a woman before mm, yeah. and has never had a relationship with they're a just woman stu- who They're just isn't... stupid things that always want sex, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I guess he has been directing hardcore porn for yeah. a while at this point. But you can't make your characters in a not hardcore porn act no. like people in a hardcore porn. That Th- women aren't like that. No, human Nobody... beings do not act <laughs> this way. This is crazy cakes. I don't know you. I don't even know what you look like because you wear a mask. But please, tie me down and, and do whatever you want to me right now because it's funny. <laughs> Jesus. So it kind of ruined... In, in my opinion, what was this movie's crowning yeah, set yeah. piece, if this you is, want to call this it? This is the only thing in the movie that it's really, really stands Noma, out. really Noma, yeah. So while she's tied to the saw, he activates it, and it turns out it's a giant masonry saw with like a... And it's a wet saw, too, which I saw, think is so, really Which is inter- really cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's spraying water. It's got like a uh, buzz saw with like a eight-foot radius. It's humongous. And she's slowly getting dragged to get cut by it and it's insane because what we're seeing here is a movie uh we're seeing 
a clip of a movie basically from the silent era. Yeah, like, like the this, girl tied to the railroad track. This is yeah. this is essentially somebody who was watching movies a million years ago because probably Franco was watching those kinds of movies. He was probably watching those types yeah. of movie serials because he's an old ass man. Even you know in the eighties, he's pretty old. Yeah, um, and so you're seeing this. I can't pay the rent, uh, you know, <laughs> mustache twirling villain, you know, the thing where you, where Dudley Do-Right would come and yep. save her from the railroad that tracks. But honky-tonk piano soundtrack. Instead, yeah. you see what actually would happen. Yeah, she just killed it. And um, she gets they do, beheaded she, hilariously. I did fail to mention, at the start of the scene, too, there's a little kid who's just <laughs> hanging up in the middle of nowhere for some ass reason who sees them, and he's like, I gotta see what's going on. Why are they going in there? And then when she sees, he sees that she's about to get killed, he runs and shuts the saw off. Yep. And we're like, phew! But the guy just turns the saw back on and the kid runs away. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. The kid the point- kicks him in the shins. I mean... I, does the kid... Ki- I didn't see that. Yeah, I think he does. I think he kicks him in the shins and then runs off. Oh, yeah. And, Good job, kid. And to me, I, I mean, I think it's I kind of... a little kid. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I think the whole this whole thing kind of made me laugh in a twisted, horrible, okay. monstrous kind of way. Uh, because, you know, little kids in movies, when it's like, don't worry, I'm going to save the day, yep. this thing. And, and then like, up. <laughs> And then, like, fucking five minutes later, he gets run down in the street yeah. by the car. I did think it was funny because I'm a fucking monster. Uh, but, okay. But, so, you know, the, the head cutting scene is amazing. They, they do use this gigantic granite cutting yep. wet saw to saw the head off a mannequin. And because of, and it works to their advantage. They had not the worst looking fake head for her. It doesn't hurt that she is a model. So she just kind of looks like a mannequin. Yep. You know, like she has such a perfect face that you're like, okay, dress up a a mannequin like her and they look kind of similar. But when her head comes off, the blood is crazy because of the wet saw, because of the water being blown at it. And it's an, it's, it's an, interesting effect the cut is so clean that it's very clear that it is just two pieces that were not actually sliced by the thing you know all of that but it's definitely a memorable scene otherwise a for effort yeah i haven't seen anything else not terribly memorable crazy yeah exactly and this is to the cert to a certain extent this is why you watch these kind of movies is for a moment is for like one little thing in some of these movies as as a genre movie fan you sit through a bunch of garbage for like the moment when you know the the spookies fucking monsters start farting in the basement or whatever Best part. you know like it's those insane moments that you'll never see in anything else so i i'm glad i saw this movie yep I certainly wish I hadn't had to see it twice and Same. take notes on it, but uh, but I'm glad I saw it once. Um, okay, so oh, also before this, before all of that happened, we did skip another I had scene of him not knowing what human beings or women are like at all, where the girl who was supposed to go on a date gets stood up. And so she puts on a performance. What was that? As though she was having sex. Yeah. But but why? How did she know her friends were even looking for her to hear the performance? What? Or or just tell your friends the dude never showed up. Like she's she's so ashamed that she's. I, I mean, <sighs> is that the one who gets killed? 
I don't even know. They all look the same. That's the problem. Like I mean, white people. Me, fucking white people. Um, it could be that. It could just be the fact that this was supposed to be answering the question as to why she was willing to go out with anybody, go through this whole crazy thing, is because her friends are all like, oh, you've never had sex before, and blah, blah, blah. You know, and maybe they were trying to answer that question in a way that obviously doesn't answer the question. No. So it's just stupid no matter what. Uh, okay. So blah, 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 cutting blade thing. Uh, oh, oh yeah. and then and then we get the, the, the little kid the who's running away. He's like running out away from the scene and we expect that he's going back to town to tell somebody. Nope. Mercedes comes up behind him, Killer runs, runs him, him over. The fuck over. Just so we can have a little 10 year old murder victim. I mean, it's mean-spirited, it's gross, it. and it made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I Again, I guess I'm just a terrible person. So. It's just one of those things where it's like that whole thing with a kid could have just, that kid could have not even been in here. No. And it would have been the same thing. It would have. But, you know. But we at least got that weird ass scene. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, I don't even like kids. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Um. <laughs> Uh, so incest lady pushes her aunt around uh, as the weird bald guy leers at Angela. It's just Angela's running home. So does the uh, like the burned guys following her. She packs her shit. Uh, she's like, "Fuck this! I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I'm moving out in the dead of night." <laughs> and uh, there's literally a different dude at every like. <laughs> Every single time she goes, there's a different person at every door. She's like, no, I'm leaving. Slam. Yeah. And then like at the window, no, I'm leaving. Slam. No, I'm leaving. Slam. And it's like, just fucking leave the doors closed, yeah. dumbass. Um, and so it's this movie is like try, pretending that it's like a whodunit without giving you any clues and without having any motivation for any character except for the bad motivation of the bad people. And yep. so it's like, you're not, by excluding any motivations for any of our characters, you're not making a mystery. That's not a mystery. Mm -hmm. That's just bad writing. Yes. That's just not giving us information. That's more a Scooby-Doo episode than it is a Miss Marple episode, you know? <laughs> like, But whatever. Um, okay, so... Angela decides to stay locked in the house with a hunting knife because uh, she, did she get a call at this point? Maybe something. Like I don't that know. Happened. She's scared. She's but just, she's she, yeah. She's got a hunting knife. And, and then her like, door starts opening slowly because she then, didn't lock it. And then this movie's just like, I bet you guys are so dumb. You're wait gonna till think you, it's you're like, wait till you get this. Only the killer would open the door slowly. No cats open the door yeah, slowly. Yeah, it's a black cat. Whoa! The F cat you movie. The cat picked the lock. <laughs> Turn the door. Open the door now. Open it slowly. <laughs> open it slowly, and then jumped in really fast. <sighs> she finds that completely normal because she's a dumbass. <laughs> and okay, she sees a figure shadow. She turns around and stabs the first thing that she sees, which is a dressmaker's mannequin that was never in the room before. It was never now. in the room before. 
and now it is. <laughs> we've spent a lot of time in this room, and we've never we've, seen a dressmaking mannequin. This, Come on! This room is 20 square feet. There was not a dressmaker's dummy. She doesn't own book. a cat either! She doesn't own a cat. We've never seen a cat before. <laughs> Good God, y'all. All right, one of the 50 identical blondes shows up at the door and explains, nothing's happened. Yeah. You're imagining everything. She's like... <laughs> this is so funny. I'm gonna go get beer at the commissary, and 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 Angela's like, or whatever her name is, she's like, okay, good, and then go because I need a drink, right? And then as soon as she gets out the door, she's like, wait, why did I let her leave? Yeah, <laughs> which was kind of a thing that I could see a person doing in the real world. I guess I could see myself doing something like that oh, where I'm I wanted like, beer. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, that was really stupid. <laughs> so I really hope my friend comes back with a beer and they're alive. Right. Exactly. She's walking back with an armload of like Modelo's or something. And the killer grabs her by the neck with, with, with what is this thing? Some sort of neck crimper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they use it for crimping necks. Oh, okay. It's a thing in, in Spain, I guess. Oh, one of those Euro things. Yeah, it's like a Euro thing. <laughs> Ladies like to have a nice crimped neck. Uh, and if you use it too much, it kills you. But if you use it just Whoops. enough, it gives you that really nice crimped look on your neck. Ah. I do not know what this this thing was for. It's like a medieval torture device. It, yeah, it's basically a torture device of some sort. She did. Uh, that she's dead. Uh, they squeeze all of the juice out of her, which was pretty funny. <laughs> It, she was pressed like a like a fucking orange or something. She drops all the beers. Very sad. Um, Angela now gets a phone call telling her, it's probably a good idea for you to prepare yourself to die, lady. Uh, and then a dude in a full-on ninja suit shows up. <laughs> it's like, it's a ninja suit made out of like sweater material, like his grandma knitted him a ninja costume. That was nice of her. Oh, grandma, you're the best. <laughs> Uh, he's hiding in the curtains, and then she finds Inga's head, she finds boob stab body, she finds the other lady who left for beer hanging from the ceiling, she screams a bunch, the killer reveals himself, and attacks. Oh no, but guess what? Scar guy's been watching this whole time. Oh, he's gonna save the day! And he's here to save the day, he gets knocked out with one punch. Yep, boop. Um, and then the he guy- got soft, locked away for five years. He really should have been Robert De Niroing. It turns out he should have <laughs> yeah. been like full on like working out, but instead he was working on his mental health. <laughs> Sissy. Anyway, um, for girls, <laughs> mental health is for losers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, eventually Scar Guy does wake up and wrestle him to the ground. Um, she gets away, and we see that uh, the Joe Rogan looking guy. Has the neck squishers. Yeah. Like, later it's explained that he was handed those, like, after the fact. That ninja suit sweater guy. Yeah, I don't even think he knew what he was doing. Did, with him, the, he was did just, the killing. Yeah. And he just said, hey, weirdo, take these. And he's like, look, I got some of these things. And yep. he's, like, playing with them in the bushes. I don't know. Not 100% sure. Mm. Um, And so... Uh, she, Burnface guy is alive but bloodied. Angela has run to the crazy incest sister's house for help, and incest sister is like, "Oh, 
Don't worry, you're safe now. Here, have yourself a nice little drink of poison. <laughs> and she, you know, just like like anybody who lives in a fucking weird house like that, she has like fucking powdered poison just yeah. kind of sitting around on her makeup table. Oh, you don't? I do, actually. Oh, okay. I was going to uh, say I do, too. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> and it's a poison that doesn't kill people, I guess, because it didn't do anything to her. I just twice. made it sleepy. Did it make her sleepy? I don't know what the she hell happened. She went to bed. Oh, I guess. Okay, so maybe it's just like a crushed up, like fucking yeah, baby aspirin or something. Um, but either way, uh, she Angela slugs back the dose drink, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think they were trying to kill her. I think it might just be a sleep aid or something. Right, because she needs to be she needs she to be alive. Her, she lets her go in the end. Yeah, the part of the plan is for her to stay alive to explain who the killer is because okay. she's been she has been convinced that the scar guy is there to kill her. Yep. And then when she reveals that she knew that the other one was the killer, that's when she is in danger again. Gotcha. So, um, okay. So handsome disco guy shows up, the teacher, and he's like making out with the sister, and they're like, isn't everybody so stupid? They don't know that we're here to murder everyone. We're going to get all the money. And the lady's like, yes, we. No, just no, kidding. Me. Only me. You suck. You're not even part of this plan. I, I don't let even you sleep like with you. me, so piss off. <laughs> it's like, well, you know this dude can overpower you and that he's been yeah. fucking murdering people all day long. You're really going to you... press your luck here? Why would you do this? But, um, so it turns out it's just the two of them plotting for money and that was the whole point. She talks about how they're framing Miguel and how he's so ugly and I hate him. <laughs> and he's the dumbest, ugliest piece of crap on the planet. And he's ugly. And if he could hear me now, he would be so angry. But there's no way he could hear me because then he'd have to be, oh, no, is that Miguel looking at us? <laughs> oh, crap, I probably shouldn't have been talking uh, so much smack. I meant you were ugly. I, meant, I, I mean, I meant you were not ugly. I meant stupid. I meant, <laughs> I meant dumb and yeah. stupid and ugly. Um... <laughs> And Miguel's like, wham, I don't like this. And so um, he takes this, so the the handsome guy takes this opportunity, uh, opportunity to go try and murder Angela because I guess she has revealed something that she wasn't supposed to. And then uh, Miguela, whatever her name is, not Miguel. <laughs> Manuela. Sure, Manuela. I like Miguela so that it's just like female Miguel. <laughs> Miguela Garella. Miguela Garella. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like, oh, hi, my my handsome friend, brother that I love so much. I really didn't mean any of that. Ah, stab in the neck. Just kidding. <laughs> she stabs him right through the neck with a pretty, that was not bad. I kind of liked that. Yeah, I did too. That stab. And uh, then she runs down to try and attack Angela, but uh, it didn't work, right? No, Angela's the one that stabs him through the neck, I thought. Mm. I thought she, I thought Scarface was in her room and she thought he was a killer. So that she, might be it. I don't remember what happened to the teacher guy. Somebody, somebody stabs him through the neck, and then the teacher guy goes to kill Angela. Yes. But it's part of her plan to leave Angela alive. Yep. And so she oh, pulls she, out... like a power drill or something? Like a hedge trimmer. <laughs> it's something that... It's like half hedge trimmer, half chainsaw. And it's something that plugs into the wall. But she goes after and just like 
takes all of the intestines out of That's handsome right. guy and just like blends his stomach to to goo mm. which was uh shocking i like with this movie that kind of didn't know how to do effects very well for a lot of the time that was like oh shit oh okay oh we're whoa that's a lot of blood (laughs) um yeah and then she lets angela go and says remember that those two dudes were the killers and that i protected you from them uh and she goes but then she runs out she goes to the room where uh burn face uh is uh, sorry she by she i mean the sister yep goes there to taunt her brother in his death throes turns out he was still alive enough to strangle her yep and then roll credits yeah what like (laughs) for a movie that had nothing going on for an hour and a half the last 15 minutes of this movie is jam-packed with fucking insanity yep and like we're talking about like the time between that buzzsaw kill and the ending is like 15 minutes mm-hmm. so they crammed in that buzzsaw kill and those three like that frenzy of murder that involved a guy getting stabbed through the neck somebody getting their guts taken out with a hedge trimmer you know like pretty pretty impressive and the reveal of burned grandma was there too yep oh, that's yeah. when she runs into the room and finds grandma she's like oh there's someone crazy here you need to protect me and it's like turns the thing oh, around no roommates, ah, mom. turns out just uh yep it's all it's freddy krueger grandma and so yeah <laughs> so that is the not very good movie bloody moon aka saw of death yes so um I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll accept your apology <laughs> only because you. I like you. Thank you. <laughs> I I really did not do this. This was not something where I was like, I think this movie is amazing. It was something where I had a movie on my shelf and I went, I don't know. How about this one? I know I've done that once too, and it sucked. I can't yeah, remember what it is. But maybe I've been there. Maybe I shouldn't do that, or maybe limit it to like twice a year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I do the random movie that I've never seen before. Uh, but yeah, um, ah, it is what it is. It is what it is. There's not much you can say positive about it. It's it's a hateful movie. There's some there's some scenes. It's the kind of movie that like this is the movie that was made for a YouTube highlights clip. Yes, you know what I mean. Like you could cut together ten fifteen minutes of this movie and make. A completely comprehensible plot, too. That's the thing, is that there's nothing going on in this movie. Or you could spend an hour and a half doing a podcast about it. You sure could. Uh, probably a better use of your time. I would recommend that <laughs> everybody start doing a podcast like this. And yeah. uh, There's not enough of them out there. There's not enough podcasts out there. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Some people actually listen to this thing. I, I don't know. know why. I don't know why either. You guys are crazy. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's very, it's very <laughs> nice of you to do that. Um, yeah, man. So that's it. Bloody moon. I got nothing else to say. You got anything? Uh, about this? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, no, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you um, like pretty girls? It's got pretty girls. It's got some, it's, uh, it's some very attractive the women. The scene where she is naked. looking, that giant mountain that you see when she's on the pier looking for her friend. Yes. 
that that shot looks great. That was a great looking shot. And I, and I want to go visit that area. I know. Okay, there's Visual, one... visually the movie looks the movie looks nice. One thing, it made me want to go visit the location that this movie was filmed. Yes, in. I was like, "Ooh, this is a very pretty place." Because all the girls are topless there too. And also, I mean, that might have been. I in, think that's real life. Maybe that was in the back of my head too. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's just it's a Euro thing, bro. It's a Euro. It's not thing. cultured. You it's don't a know. Euro thing. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say. Thank you for listening to the podcast and uh, follow us at Coast City Comics and at Funbox Monster Podcast on Instagram. Uh, rate and review us if you can. We would really appreciate it. It definitely helps us get the message of this podcast out there. It's funny how hard it is. I mean, obviously it is because we're very we've been doing this for a few years now, but still even even at that point, we're still late to the party on of oh, this yeah. world and uh because and we're I, DIY AF and and that's the other thing about this about this production is that as much as we uh, I love the fact that people will talk to us and that you know that we've gotten a lot of people talking about the the podcast and things like that it's super awesome but we are totally we do not have a company we don't have anything backing us up we're not, you know, like this is out of pocket for me. I'm paying for the for all of the. I'm not paying for shit. Well, yeah, you're paying with your time, and you're paying no. with having to watch fucking Bloody Moon. No, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you? Don't you wish you were? Just, I quit. <laughs> I wish I was just paying the six hundred dollars for hosting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's you know, so it is. It is a DIY thing, and it is. It's run out of my store, Coast City Comics. That is again an independent comic shop or an independent bookstore that sells toys, and we make our own shirts. We do all this we stuff. Have Coast, we have we have Funbox Monster we Podcast T-shirts. Funbox Monster Podcast T-shirts for sale, and uh, and yeah, we do this because basically, I wanted to talk about movies. And it seems weird to start a discussion salon without putting it out in the world these days, I guess. So I I said, hey, fellow person who likes terrible movies, let's talk about terrible movies into microphones. And I said, okay. Yeah. And that's that's And history was born, Uh, made. History uh, (laughs) was avoided because uh, I will say I appreciate, I mean- when Dennis Perkins did the article on us for the for the Portland Press, that was yep. really nice. It's hilarious because I believe Dennis uh, writes for The Onion. He writes for uh, uh, the, the AV Club. Yep. And I believe he was trying to pitch this to the AV Club, and they were like, no more white dudes doing fucking podcasts. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> there is, it is a demographic that is, Plenty, plenty uh, (laughs) out there. I'm fine with that. I think that we bring something different to this world of things. Um, I listen to a bunch of these types of podcasts, and I think that we're doing something that they are not doing. Uh, There are a few that... I have to admit, when I first heard the fucking Flophouse, I was like, God damn it. We've been doing this for two years, and I heard this podcast, and I was like, fuck, that sounds an awful lot like our podcast. (laughs) Um, But fine. That's great. I mean, if the podcast... Some things are going to be like some things. By the the, guy that was the the fucking Emmy award-winning writer of the fucking Daily Show, I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. Uh, But cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. And... uh, and yeah, thank you all, and uh, we will see you next week with something that Matt's either going to 
torture me with or it's going to be Dude, something we're going to robo crock out. I really thought you were joking. No. I don't Damn. joke. Damn. Man, you've known me long enough. Fuck. Okay. Oh, and make sure you follow me at Matt Awkward yeah, VHS Fiend on the Instagram and make sure you check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook and every Friday night we put on a movie that you can catch on the Video Vagrants YouTube Ooh. channel at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, nice. So yeah, if you follow Vagrants, you'll definitely see my my stupid spam videos I make every week uh, announcing <laughs> what movie it's going to be. And yes. if you listen to this, tomorrow night's movie is going to be the big hit with Marky Mark. Boy, Ooh, yeah, good game, he's got to return. King Kong lives to the video store, dude. He does. He does. <laughs> that movie's awesome. Uh, yes, King Kong Lives is awesome. Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> Go to CoastCityComics.com, buy cool stuff, leave yes. us a review, and we'll see you next week for Robocroc. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.